old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. We're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge, $570 cash, and a $570 gift card to the winner of the Props Contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. And if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at the Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. I am J Mark. You can find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. Before we get too deep into this, thank you, Paul Stevie, for bringing us in on guitar. And let me introduce my co host. You can find her on Twitter at J Mark's Wifey. You can call her Mur or Miranda. I prefer Mur. Mur, how you doing today? I'm doing good. We are recording this at 6 p.m., it's still light out. We are also going to be in the 50s all week. I don't know if you saw that, but spring is coming. I couldn't be happier about that. And and it's Super Bowl weekend. Well, according to the groundhog, the rodent that we rely He's on wrong. for <laughs> for our weather, there's no. six more weeks of winter. And the, the words of my mother when I was a younger um, child, she burst into my room in a bad mood. And she told me that that bucktooth little bastard saw a shadow again. (laughs) Is this real? Yes. (laughs) So that we had to have six more weeks of winter. I love your mom. Yeah, the (laughs) bucktooth little bastard. No, I don't believe him. Maybe he saw his shadow, but... Well, why are we relying on a rodent for our weather? Do do your research, (laughs) Justin, and find out. (laughs) The whole concept on it is bizarre to me anyways, because... It's if he sees his shadow, he quote unquote gets scared, goes back into hibernation. But if he sees his shadow, it's sunny out. I know, right? So you would think that means that better weather is here. Well, better weather is here because all of our snow has melted and it is going to be beautiful this week. The ash is finally off the deck. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on your ideas that don't work. Because the sun doesn't shine on that side of the deck. Well, they left that part out of the video (laughs) of ways to get clearer of your ice, I guess. Anyways, um, (laughs) make sure you keep tuning in to Old Fashioned Football because we have some big announcements coming soon. Uh, One in particular. But we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up content-wise. Way to to tease the listeners. Yeah, tease them a little bit. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Um, And don't forget to reach out to us. You can still ask fantasy football questions even though it's the Mm -hmm. off-season. You know, maybe you're contemplating keepers. So reach out to us, ask us questions, slide into the DMs. Or if there's a whiskey you want us to try. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we'd love to go shopping for some new whiskey. Uh, yes, because it's on my. Do <laughs> it's not on the buy. do not buy list unless it's for the podcast. All right, people, help me out here. <laughs> you got to request a whiskey um, because that will give me uh, buy. Yeah, I so- already broke my do not buy list. You bought I a blanket? Have... No, I did not buy a blanket. Oh, phew. I did not. So I did not buy a blanket. I bought a coffee mug on my coffee tour with Haley. <laughs> but I right. feel like it was justified because we were going around to all of the coffee shops. I remember you telling me you bought a tea mug because I know it's small. Okay. says don't buy yeah. coffee mugs. That's <laughs> thank you for rem- <laughs> reminding me of my own words that I found the loophole and I did. I drank oh, no. tea out of it last night. It's too small for a coffee cup. Yeah, 
It is. There is no way I'm going to use that for coffee. I'm pretty sure our our budgeting says no bourbon. Rye is not a bourbon. I mean, <laughs> it says whiskey, honey. Oh, it says whiskey. Damn. Unless it's for the podcast. Unless it's for the podcast. But we have several whiskeys to go through before we need to buy one for the podcast. Unless the listener yeah. requests it. Yeah, because I don't want to let a listener down. <laughs> um, speaking of whiskey, what what are we drinking today? We are drinking Brothers Bond bourbon. So I don't know if we have any Vampire Diaries fans out there. Me, me. Yes, me. you, you, Justin. <laughs> if so, you may have heard of this bourbon. Or maybe not, but it's a good one, and I'm actually surprised we haven't had it on our show before. But more to come on that later. Yeah, it is surprising because I really like this one, but you haven't let us do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm excited to mm-hmm. to review this one, to talk about it a little bit. You did all, uh, you know, as always, you did all the uh, the research stuff, so I don't know what you found. So I'm excited to hear that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for another tease, we got a new segment. They were implementing today. 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 Didn't so. we kind of implement it last A little bit. Week? You just decided to make it official um, without me knowing. <laughs> yes, it is official. Um, it is approved by the managing editor of SGP. So we're good to go there. He was excited <laughs> about it. But before we get on to the show, um, which, by the way, we're going to, I forgot to even say what we're going to talk about. We're going to tell you guys why auction leagues are better. Than any other auction league. leagues are the only way to go. Yes, I I know you have some of your dynasty snake draft leagues, but mm-hmm. I think that auction is superior. They are no, I agree with you. And we had several new people um, do auction leagues in our listener league, and they said that that was the best. It mm-hmm. was more fun. Um, and that they it's, wanted to do more. It can be almost more aggravating, but that makes it more fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's intense. It is. <laughs> But before we get into that, I want to tell you about WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers up exchange terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or in present the state where play through winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a game of phone, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, which I wish I was, make sure to check out SGP's live show at the Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. The show is free, and you'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with the guys. Now I'm very jealous. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. All right, Murr. It's Super Bowl weekend. It is Super Bowl weekend. It is. Are you excited for the Super Bowl? You know, I am. And part of it is because I know we're going to have a little rivalry in our households. We are. Um, are. Eagles face off with the Chiefs in Arizona. Yeah. And you are rooting for the Eagles. I am. I. Is that because of Sean? No. No. Um, You know, if you followed my Twitter or seen any of my posts, I I wrote... Not I know. you. I know you follow my Twitter. Um, if the listeners follow, um, you may know that good old fashioned, by the way. Um, you really? May know, you do like it? Yeah. I thought good. it wasn't my best. It's a little sweeter than I your thought so makeup. too, and I'm yeah. a little disappointed. But it's good. Okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, I wrote Eagles all, all year. Um, we have a partnership with a uh, media outlet in West Philly. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote the Eagles all year and in writing and breaking down the games. It you made know, you biased. It did a little bit. You know, you kind of buy into it. Of course, I wanted to pump the fans up because it's pretty much Philly fans reading it. Um, so it was hard not to pick the Eagles, though there mm-hmm. were a couple times I did not pick them. Um, but yeah, it, it just kind of made me really buy into this team. I mean, I was I was high on Jalen Hurts at the beginning of the year which I had him on fantasy football two contracted. I got Miles Sanders in my fantasy football. So I was a little invested. Do you, did you have any Eagles or Chiefs players? Chiefs. You you all know. Everybody oh, yeah. knows about my Chiefs wide receivers that 
frustrated me. <laughs> the obsession of Chiefs wide receivers. I, I did. Well, you thought you were so smart too, because you're like, I'll just get them all, and one of them will rise to the top. <laughs> I know. Just you, just be quiet over there. Um, but it didn't pan out that way, did it? No, their receivers really. I mean, Mahomes just spreads the ball around. He does. Unless but, it's Travis Kelsey, there's really no set receiver. I know. I yeah. did have Travis Kelsey. I was just that was in our auction, our listener league, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say auction league, but they're pretty. They're much all, all auction, auction leagues. leagues. Yeah. Our listener um, league. I thought you did. Yeah. Uh, but no, I am going. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah. So it is the Chiefs' third Super Bowl appearance in the last four seasons. And they won the Super Bowl three years ago. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, before three Super Bowls ago. Yeah, three Super. Well, that would be three years ago. Yeah. Twenty twenty was three years ago, Justin. Time warp there from COVID. I feel like COVID created this weird time warp where the it two did. years of COVID seem like whatever happened in twenty nineteen was just a year ago. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's weird. Um, the COVID time. But anyway, <laughs> it would be Mahomes' second ring. I want him to get that ring. It would also be the second win for the Eagles, period, for the Super Bowl for if the they Chiefs, won. You mean? No, for the Eagles. For the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. I just kind of switched topics you on you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the e- Eagles have only appeared. This will be their fourth ever Super Bowl appearance. But they only won one of those? Yeah, in 2017. 2017 was their first Super oh, Bowl yeah. win. I remember that with uh, your, your guy. <laughs> Your Nick Foles. He was not my fantasy football boyfriend in 2017. No, but you don't just say Nick Foles. You say Big Dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's who Foles is. He's got that Big Dick Nick energy where he comes in off the bench and no. leads your team to a Super Bowl. He was good for me for one year in fantasy football, which we've argued about because I don't. I swear we lived in our old house. Um, okay. So I noticed you're leaving out the point where we argued about, but I was right. And now you're still not admitting because you swear it was. A but we can't find the proof. I mean, we can, we but did. we can't because no, our league had messed, like not messed up, but had That's bonuses for points, which got him. It got me yeah. 70 points and like 60 some points two weeks in a row. It was 2013. It, Which yeah, is I think just you're weird. Mis- I think you're misremembering that it was two weeks in a row. I think it had to have been two out of three weeks because he had a down week in between there. No, because he, he had he went off of a week of seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I looked at the stats trying to figure out what year it was, Justin. He had a week in 2013 with seven touchdowns. Uh huh. Which had to be one of his huge high scoring games. Well, yeah, I know. And then he had a week with three touchdowns, only 12 passes, and about like 300 yards. That had to be with that, with our league that year and the special point bonuses we had. Yeah, one set. So, yeah, one was over 50 yards, the other was over 40 yards. Yeah, so if he threw the, if he had three touchdowns out of 12 passes and he threw for almost 300 yards, those touchdown passes had to be. Long yards. Okay, so here we can't see the stats broken down that way unless we do some really deep digging. But those were back to back weeks. Are we going to argue about this? This is we're going (laughs) off on this really. Okay, this doesn't even matter. (laughs) It's just you're you're refusing to admit that I was right, but that's okay. You. (laughs) You. uh... It's not like to be right. I feel like you have to say 2013 was the year, and then you go prove it. I, I believe I did. But you did not. You but, did not start off our conversation. Oh, yeah, 2013 was his year. You didn't even know. We, uh, we started well, no, looking. I okay. didn't know it off nope, the top of my head. Just, You're right. All right. Anyway, it's going to be, it's just, it's going to be like, as you, I'm sure everyone can only imagine the rivalry that this household will have on Super Bowl Sunday because we can get into it about anything. Yeah, we're going to make <laughs> our, um, our guests uncomfortable, I think, <laughs> with the rivalry. We're entertained. Yeah, yeah. People are, we, are pretty much just entertained. Are we betting? <laughs> yeah, we're going are to we have, have bets. Bet? We're not going to. It depends, too. It depends on guests, certain guests, if there will be big betting going on in this household. <laughs> well, I know our buddy Nick Fortune will be down to throw a little bit of action on it. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyways... Yeah, Super Bowl is coming. It's it's crazy that the the year is almost done. 
Um, but we're moving into XFL, so mm-hmm. make sure you USFL, check out. XFL. Yeah, yeah. Spring football is among us. Year-round football is here. Seasons, the schedule for USFL just dropped. Did XFL? XFL's dropped last month. Last month, Yep, we yes. know their schedule. USFL dropped today, so that's exciting. We're uh, trying to work it out so that we can go to the playoffs again. But anyways, like I said. Bringing it back to our podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're talking about why auction leagues are better. But before we do, I have one more uh, announcement here for you. Actually, there's two in this announcement. But uh, make sure to go sign up on the SGPN app and bet your own or get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you'll win a $57 SGPN gift card. Only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. Miranda, I think you need to go sign up so you can get a bingo so I don't have to share the last gift card I won. Also, in honor of the big game SGPN, it's hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. I already made mine. And the winner will get $570 cash. That's some serious cash. And a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. That's a lot of merch. You can buy every old-fashioned football uh, podcast t-shirt that is there. All the, cont- all the contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, let's get into this. Yeah? Yeah. All yeah, right. I'm, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> all right. Um, my number one reason why auction leagues are better. This is your number one reason? Yeah, I think it is. You can get your number one target. You're giving me ideas. What? <laughs> well, I, I just of how I could really piss you off. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, weigh in on this. So no, um, yeah, no. Um, it's true though. I mean, when you're doing a snake draft, the person before you could take your number one pick. Like, I mean, that happens all the time. It's yeah. not guaranteed who you're going to get in an auction league. You have your budget. You you go to a bidding war on a player and I know how you are and you have your number one player that you're going to spend whatever you can. Basically you might max out, but you have a backup. Yeah. So like in snake draft, I have to pick several targets as my top target, Mm -hmm. right? Because the first one might go right away. Um, But in auction leagues every year going into whatever auction league it is, I will normally circle one player, usually the one I feel is the best at that position that I need based on what other contracts I have. Um, and, and it's always my get no matter what person, you know, even if I have to way overspend because somebody's bidding me up, <clears throat> that's you. <laughs> I have uh, been known to do that to you sometimes. Yeah. Hunter Henry. That wasn't even a top person. That was just, oh, I'm going to get a third tight end because I know you can afford it. Um, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, you're guaranteed your top player if you're willing to spend it anyways. I guess there is that, mm-hmm. that caveat. And going along with that, by getting the people you want, you can't get sniped, right? You, they're no matter what. Because if you're in a snake round, you might draft somebody and think, okay, this next person, when it comes back around, I'm grabbing them. And the pick before you, boom, he just got uh, sniped from you. Well, as long as you're willing to spend the money, that can't happen here, right? I don't agree with you. What? Hunter Henry is a perfect example of why I don't. Because maybe you can't get sniped if all of your, like you have all your budget and you know you don't care what you're going to spend to get someone, but you could have less budget than someone else, say like me, and I nominate a player knowing I can outbid you a nominate player you like, or maybe I know you nominated a player. Like I don't normally nominate players that I actually want to bid on in auction. Right. I like to, I nominate like players I think are going to go for a high dollar. And then commandments. It is one of the 10 commandments. We'll go over those again in the off season. Yes. But yeah. Yep. The 10 commandments that we made of fantasy football, of auction leagues. The 10 commandments of fantasy football. Yes. But anyway, I know that I can outbid you, so let's say I let you bid your last bid that you can bid, and I let that timer run down to tease you, and then, bam, and I snipe your guy from you. I believe you can get sniped in an auction league, and I think I just showed you how. You know what? That sounds like a dick move, Miranda. That sounds like a dick move. (laughs) (laughs) But I know you will do that. If I want the person to. Yeah, right. No, I've that done makes it. sense. But on a normal basis, as long as you have the money, 
you normally can't get outbid unless you back out of bidding, which I have done. This year I did it with Gabe Davis, and then I finished the auction with a full roster and $46, thwacking myself in the head going, why didn't I just keep bidding on Gabe Davis? Mm-hmm. I was so pissed. I'm sure you remember. I know. I remember. <laughs> I went I remember. on and on about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, those those are two of the top reasons. Mm-hmm. I Even though you disagree with the can't get sniped, but those are... Overall, like, okay, those are your top two reasons. Yeah, yeah. Those but are. honestly, the strategy that goes behind an auction league, especially if it's a keeper league, and you have a budget and you have to plan your budget for who you're going to bid in. Like you don't go in most people, or I think that people who are serious about it wouldn't go into an auction fantasy draft and not have a plan or a strategy or some kind of budget. Maybe they don't get it as ridiculous as I get with the planning <laughs> and the numbers. Nobody and- gets as ridiculous. <laughs> <Okay>. as <you laughs> <get>. <laughs> but it's fun. It's more strategy. You have to think you have to plan it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a normal snake draft, you're just, yeah, these are the guys that, like, you know, you're kind of picking from the best available when it gets to you and seeing what your team comes out to be. But auctions, like, it's just, it's a different level. Yeah, no, I love the strategy in auctions mm-hmm. because it is a completely different level. Um, it, now, behind the scenes, a little what they call behind baseball here. I had to say that sentence three times because the dog was sneezing and rolling <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> Um, but I go through an edit. I go through an edit, so I'll edit that out. But um, no, I love the strategy in auctions. You know, kind of like you alluded to it in Snake, anybody can have their their rankings of players, and if that guy's not here, I'm getting the next one. It's completely different mm-hmm. in auction. You have to. You There's have to less plan. prep work, and I feel like you run into more people who don't plan for Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, which can be equally as aggravating, or it can work out in your favor, which we've seen both. You know, it it amazes me. We don't have many in-person drafts, but the ones that I do have, it always amazes me when people are plugging the names into one of the sites that tells them who they should draft next. And these are competitive leagues too, mm-hmm. but it, I, I don't know. I just, I guess I like relying on my own gut when it comes to that kind of stuff. But um, those are a couple of reasons. We're going to talk about a couple more, but before we get to that, we interrupt this uh, scheduled program. We need. Do you remember the game? You don't know Jack. We've played some versions of it with yeah, your family. Yeah, yeah. There's like uh, little announcement parts where and now presented by blah. Dun, da, da. We need I don't, like that it's little been voice so long. Yeah. yeah well, okay. when you get your sound drop system. Yes. Yes. And now we interrupt this scheduled <laughs> program for tea with Mur. <laughs> <laughs> Our new segment, Tea with mm-hmm. Murr. Spill the tea. We talked about it last week that tea is the, the gossip. The I gossip. Guess. The drama. The, the drama. Gossip, because that. the NFL really is like almost like a soap opera. It is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> These are the days of our lives or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my great grandma, my grand, my mom, my whole, all the women on my mom's side of the family. Watch days of our lives like sand through the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> so are the days of our lives. Okay, and now tea with myrrh. Maybe that's what we need. <laughs> oh goodness! What do you got okay. for us first? No, here? but seriously, there there's some stuff. I know we dished it out last week, but there's more. The NFL does not disappoint with headlines. So we talked last week about the Tom Brady sweepstakes. Speaking of Tom Brady. I have some deets to discuss on that, too, but that's not where I'm going with this. Just don't want to forget that. All right. We mentioned some Sean Payton rumors last week, and immediately the following day, it was announced that he is coming back to coaching from announcing, and guess where he's going? Well, I don't have to guess because I know. I know. (laughs) Okay. Well, to the Broncos. Yeah. But that's not all. Want to know what they gave up, which I know you already know. What yeah. they gave up. What they give up. They gave up a 2023 first round pick, a 2024 second round to the Saints, who still had Peyton's coaching rights. Like, I just think that this is crazy because they gave that to them, obviously, to get the coaching rights, but the Saints just like made out on that deal because they didn't yeah. even, they weren't even using him as a coach. Right. As everyone knows, he was announcing. I also don't know if everyone remembers this or not, but let me remind you that to get Russell Wilson, their stud of a quarterback, more of a dud of a quarterback for last year, 
The Broncos gave up a 2022 first round, a 2022 second round, a 2023 first round, a 2023 second round, Noah Fant, defensive end Shelby Harris, and quarterback Drew Locke. <laughs> it's just funny I'm when just, you like, they list just, it all out. I mean. I mean, they did that to get him, and now to get their coach, they're giving up additional picks, which – I had to think for a minute, like, okay, so how, like, you know, they're giving up two first-rounders this year, but they had two first-rounders, which I forgot about, from their own trade when they gave the Dolphins Bradley Chubb. Ah, that makes so, sense. So two years of first-rounders, two years of second-rounders for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Two, Yes. That's crazy. Yes. So I don't know. <laughs> Justin, how many times in the NFL history – have the rights to a coach been traded? Yeah, so interestingly enough, this was not documented back in the day. But since 1997, it has happened seven times, which I was surprised to find out. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like... When this happened, um, I remember we were talking about it. And I was like, this happens? Like, you people give up the draft picks for a coach? Yeah, but so it the last happens. time it happened was 2019. Bruce Arians' rights were uh, traded from the Cardinals to the Buccaneers. But Bruce Arians was coaching. He was coaching the Cardinals, I believe, mm-hmm. yes. And they only gave up a sixth-round pick, though. Uh, 2006, Herm Edwards from Jets to Chiefs, fourth-round pick. Now, here's the one that really takes the cake, though. Mm-hmm. 2002, traded from the Raiders to the Buccaneers, John Gruden... And they gave up two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a million dollars. <laughs> so that's that's pretty bad, especially for John Gruden. Uh, Bill Belichick, um, he ended up on the Patriots, and I had forgot this, in 2000 because he was traded from the Jets to the Patriots. Oh, yeah, they gave I didn't up know a, that. A first, fourth, and a seventh-rounder. Mike Holmgren from the Packers mm-hmm. of the Seahawks in 1999 for a second round. And last, Bill Parcells in 97 from the Patriots to the Jets for a first, second, third, and fourth. So there have been some I guess there has. Trades. There have been. Um, with this whole deal, they're making Sean Payton one of the highest paid coaches in the NFL. So not only do they give up draft <clears throat> Uh, collateral. They also have to then strap out a bunch of cash. Yeah, I think Bill Belichick is the only coach who's going to be higher paid than him. Yeah, that's correct. They did so. Be his second highest. My paid. next question is: Sean Payton, their answer? I guess it depends on the question. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I mean, we saw them. They thought that Russell Wilson was going to be their savior at quarterback. They've been struggling. I mean. They had Peyton Manning, who won the Super Bowl, but that defense won the Super Bowl. They've been struggling at quarterback for a while, and you're you're ragging on Peyton Manning. That year, he was not good. Statistically, he was not very good. The defense was very okay. good. But yes, that but, was after his neck surgeries, and he could barely. Yeah, okay, like but he, he was well. a great quarterback. Yeah, so no, just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, no disrespect to Peyton. Just I think even he would uh, yeah. admit he was past his prime and helped by the defense. So I, I don't know if Sean Payton can get Russell Wilson to uh, to succeed. You know, is Sean Payton a great coach, or did Drew Brees make Sean Payton a great coach? We'll find out. Yeah. So. We'll find out, and we'll see if they gave up a heck of a lot more and money. Yeah. Well, to... they, they were a joke this year, really. I mean, that trade was a joke. I, am, I said it was probably going to go down as the worst trade in sports history. Um, and now those they are do some a, words, Justin. I know. And now they do another big trade. So uh, tough, tough as Broncos fans to get behind this, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we will see. I'm sure we're going to be keep talking about that in the off season or as the season starts next mm-hmm. year or this year, later this year, later next this year. year for football next season. <laughs> My next. I know you heard me when I was getting some drama for us. I was <laughs> laughing and I just could not keep quiet. This next bit is probably going to be some of the funnest drama to dish, some tea to serve, whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, would it be a proper end of season, off season, preseason, whatever it is, without some Aaron Rodgers drama? Oh, it's part of the or NFL headlines yeah. or anything. <laughs> All of this really like just made my day. In recent news, it has come out that Aaron Rodgers is 
obviously we know he's unsure of his career in the NFL. Would he say otherwise? No, because why not drag this out? <laughs> he loves drama. Yes. But he is going on a four-day dark retreat. A what now? What, what does that mean? A four-day darkness in the dark retreat. A four-day dark in the dark darkness retreat before contemplating that future of his in the NFL. This is real. This is real. You can go and look it up online. Not about Aaron Rodgers, but a darkness or a dark retreat. It's four days in complete isolation and in the dark. Apparently, there's some little like two-way slot mirror thingy in the room like prevents light from coming in, but they can like drop in food to him. Mm -hmm. But he gets to be in this room in the dark all by himself with no sound and no light. And he can contemplate life in there for four days. I have a question. Yes. Is there a bathroom in there or does I, he just I shit don't in the know. corner? <laughs> I, I would need to do deeper diving into act, like dark retreats, which you can go out there online. There are sites for 20 of the best dark retreats that you can go do. There is like, I don't know if the one he's doing is the one in Mexico or not, but they're all over. <laughs> you can go... They, what I saw, which I feel like I need to look more into this. There are actually like, he's just doing a little small dark retreat here with his four days. <laughs> there are 22 day dark retreats for like yogis and meditators that they go and, and apparently he'll have some epiphany in there. Okay. <laughs> and his time spent in the dark, he is hoping he will see the light in his future. So, you know, I would like a, to drink a lot of whiskey and then do a dark retreat in my bedroom. That's my favorite place <laughs> to do a dark retreat. But that's the weirdest thing I think I've ever heard. Is he trying to become like Bane? Like, I was born in the darkness. <laughs> like, no. What is going on? Apparently, he's had some friends that have done it, and it was really insightful for them or life-changing in some way. And he has just wanted to do it. We know that he's a little, like... Mental. Not, I wasn't going to say mental. I'm, I'm not knocking the dark retreat thing because I'm sure there's a purpose for it. I'm, like, it sounds interesting. I don't know that that's for me. <laughs> Maybe all of life's stress. I'm just going to tell you one day, Justin, I'm checking out. I'm going to go do my dark retreat. It's my time. There you go. <laughs> um, but leave it to Rogers to just have some kind of drama or headlines. And, of course, it's around his retirement and he's – Using whether he's doing the Stark retreat for actually his career or just for himself, he's of course spinning it into some like, well, I'm gonna contemplate retirement and maybe, maybe while I'm in this Stark retreat, I'll, you know. And people wonder why I don't take him serious anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, like... calm down. But anyway, once he comes out of his dark room of darkness. After four days. I was bored in the darkness. <laughs> um, there are some teams that are waiting to hear from him about his epiphany that he had in the dark. and Well, he is still contracted with the Packers. He is. However. I, I'm wondering if they're done with him. I kind of get that feeling because everything I'm seeing out there, it's the Raiders and the Jets are interested in him. Devontae Adams, I was waiting for this one, and I told you this. Like, Devontae Adams, like, we know the Raiders are pretty, are done with Derek Carr. We don't see that continuing. Yeah. Um, that announced just like, I don't know, 30 minutes ago or less, he's visiting the Saints because mm -hmm. he has a no-trade clause, but they're giving him permission to seek a trade. And mm -hmm. so he's going to visit with the Saints and see if he wants to be there, I guess. Yeah, so... Devontae Adams is saying he would want to play with Rodgers again. So the Raiders might have some interest or wanting to know if Rodgers is going to retire or not and what that is. The Jets are interested in him. And, of course, I'm sure the Packers want to know what he's doing. If I'm the Packers, I offer him to the Raiders for Derek Carr. I think <laughs> Derek Carr is a better quarterback I, right now. Derek Carr, it was a bad year, but I do think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, th there's your Rogers drama. Just <laughs> he's too much. <laughs> it's this is great. I just I just have to say this is great. Um, I do have some other news for you. We do have two retirements that have been announced. Uh, 
Yeah. AJ Green for the Bengals. He hasn't really been fantasy relevant for a few years, but at one time he was the man yeah. that you wanted to draft. And he announced his retirement. Tom a, Brady, what? Well, I was just saying, he had a really good career. Probably stayed mm-hmm. on a little too long. Yeah. But he had a good career. He did. He did. Tom Brady. I know we, we had the whole Tom Brady sweepstakes last yeah, week. and he proved us wrong. Um, he did. Well, for now. Yeah. No, it is because he got the deal with Fox, didn't he? Well, but that starts in fall of okay. 2024. So what if this is, is set up to come back What if it is year? he wants... Okay. <laughs> so this is true. So Tom Brady announced his retirement. So Tom Brady announced his retirement, said he won't start announcing until the fall of 2024 with Fox... Which he got reportedly mm-hmm. a ten-year deal for three hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Wow! The man does he not have enough money? <laughs> I mean, he lost some with that whole whatever crypto thing that was going on. I don't even remember the whole story there, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. How do I get that deal? <laughs> <laughs> I'll announce in the analyze game. <laughs> Sign you up. <laughs> right. um, but no, so that leaves. This next season, um, completely wide open for him to change his mind and come back and play one more year. Yeah, no, it really does. He has a whole year before he has to announce. Why not? Yeah, I mean, last week we announced, like, you know, there was interest from the Raiders. I thought the Jets were one of the teams we mentioned. The Commanders, we mm-hmm. thought we could see him. The Commanders need a... I mean, they need quarterback yeah. help, yeah. I don't remember the fourth team. I lost, lost it. But anyway... We'll just we'll see. I'm not gonna say oh he's gonna come back because that didn't pan out when I said that about Gronk. But <laughs> well, my we'll dark see. horse last week was the Saints. The Saints, and yes. And now Derek Carr is visiting, so yeah, obviously if Derek Carr's there, then they're not gonna want Brady if he does unretire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. It's really interesting that there was all that drama with his family and his wife not wanting him to play. And he then said, he I'm retires for just one more year, I guess. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. You would have th- thought that. Yeah, There's more. Okay. Well, that's just what we see in headlines. There's more to the story. Yeah. I guess. That, I know you've been set on. There's got to be more. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like what is in the media is right. yeah. everything, Justin. All right. There's more to Aaron Rodgers' dark retreat than we know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's- <laughs> Something is that guy's out there. That's I liked that tea with murder. That was fun. I'll I'll keep bringing it for you. Yeah, spill the tea. Um, Let's get back a little bit to these auction leagues Mm -hmm. and why we think they're good. Uh, We were talking about the strategy um, and different things you can do. One of them is like we have done in all our auction leagues is the contract aspect of Mm -hmm. it. So if you don't, you know, there are auction leagues where you do a new auction every year. But we've implemented contracts in the ones that we've been in, and you contract players for a max amount of years, minimum amount, or um, just as long as it works in your budget, I guess. Every year, the budget, like whatever you spent for a player, you contract him for the same price for the next year. If you keep him beyond that, it's an additional three or five dollars yeah, a year. Yeah, five dollars. Mm-hmm. There are different yeah rules of how you could set that up, but. Um, which just adds more strategy, and I love it strategy. Does. My favorite thing about playing Madden is like just building the team, not actually playing the football games. And <laughs> this kind of adds to that. Like you're literally running your team; you have to stick to your budget. Things when like you do that. your trades, the trades come with the contracts that yep. they've been contracted to. So you trade a player who you've kept or contracted for three years. The player get or the player, the team getting that player has to keep the contract with him. Right. So it's yeah. there's a lot. And it, it gets fun and it's complicated and Yeah. Um and, and we're gonna talk we're gonna have an episode where we kind of dive into contracts more mm-hmm. this off season and talk about that. But yeah, it's just a, a funner way to do keepers. But um and then with that comes looking for bargain deals, bargain players. Because uh, to me, that's the most exciting thing. Either you you draft a guy for cheap, thinking, oh, maybe that one dollar player who has yeah. a breakout season, and then yeah. you get to keep him, yep. contract him for a dollar, and that's how you build a good team. That's how yeah. you build your solid team. If you don't get those bargain players that you're contracting, I feel like that's how you get yeah 
Yeah, the you, solid, you're building your team year after year. Or if you have the space, um, you 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 uh, sorry bid on a player mm-hmm. that's on the injured reserve, and get him for cheap. We both did that with Brian Robinson this year. Um, <laughs> each of us in one of the leagues got a Brian Robinson for a buck. We did, and I think he will be their starting running back next year. Now he did good when he came back, anyways. But um, yeah, there's you know I did it with J.K. Dobbins last mm-hmm. year. He tore his ACL. I drafted him anyways, threw him on the injured reserve, get him for a dollar contract. And it's not just like during the auction; it's when you're picking up players on the free agency. Yeah, um, they're automatically any free agency pickup is a three dollar contract for the next year. Yeah, I have one example specifically that I know. You're butthurt. I know. I am butthurt. I am, though. Justin Fields. (laughs) Um, In a lot of leagues, he either went undrafted or he got drafted for a low price um, and was dropped to the free agency after those first couple weeks when he wasn't doing well. And me being the Bears homer, I scooped him up. And I'm going to have him in every league and be able to contract him for cheap. It's amazing. I love it. You do not love it, but I, I love don't it. love it. And I tried <laughs> to get him. I just wasn't the waiver order on the one league that he was available in was yeah. not in my favor. <laughs> the odds were not <laughs> in your favor. But those are just a couple reasons, or I guess a handful of reasons, why we really feel like auction leagues are the way to go. I mean, and as we get closer to like the season, we, I know this last season, we really broke it down for everybody, but for new listeners or just for just a refresher or a crash course on auction leagues we'll bring the details yeah just a little tease um we got the auction winner strategy where we're going to talk to winners from our leagues mm-hmm. we're going to talk about determining who to contract to keep how many uh players how many years etc um we're gonna talk about how to be a commission if you've never set up an auction league we're going to talk about fantasy football auction draft strategies. I mean, we got we got all this content planned. Now, I know if you joined us mid-season, you're like, why do they always have that auctioneer in the beginning? Because we were doing waivers, obviously, during the season. But mm-hmm. we we focus pre, pre-season, off-season stuff on auction content. So that's why there's an auctioneer in our intro music. <laughs> Look I could at have, you. could have thrown some people. I, I didn't think about it until I was listening to it. But anyway. We've talked about keepers all season. What are you talking I guess about? we have. But not necessarily auction. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Money. True. I guess that's true. Money, Justin. Money. How much does that cost? Money. Money. <laughs> Uh, why don't we drink some whiskey, some more whiskey? Because we've, I've been, I've drinking. been drinking. Yeah, what my are, old fashioned is gone. But all right, well, I I got my sample over here. Have brought the research on Brothers Bond Bourbon for you. So I would like you to get your little sample outside of your old fashioned. We go drink. from tea with myrrh to whiskey to history. whiskey <laughs> with myrrh. <laughs> all right. Um. So, like I said, we're drinking. Brothers Bond Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It was created by Paul Wesley and Ian Summerhalder. Swoon. The, oh, <laughs> the actors um, from The Vampire Diaries. So they, if you've watched Vampire Diaries, they were the two brother vampires who yeah. they drank bourbon on the show. They apparently drank bourbon together off of the show and they had a dream together to create their own bourbon and they made that happen. Um, Do you remember why they drank so much whiskey on the show? No. Well, you're going to tell me. I am. It curbed the uh, blood but appetite. The- <laughs> yes. <laughs> the blood thirst. That's why I drink it too. <laughs> Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Dang it. I just told everybody that I was, I was going to say, we're, we're closet vampires and we drink bourbon. Our darkness <laughs> retreats kidding. are our life. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. Aaron Rodgers is going for a four-day retreat. We do darkness <laughs> retreats. So. That's right. Okay. We're, we're done. We're done. You had too much whiskey. Anyway. Brothers Bond Bourbon, bottled and distributed by Brothers Bond Distilling Company, which is located in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. I was expecting Kentucky, Tennessee, something like that. But is no. Is this our first Arkansas whiskey? I think it is. It, that we've... That we've done. I'll yeah, say. I think yeah. so. Okay. Um, But everything about their process, they're very involved in the deciding the entire process for making this bourbon. 
And of course, everything 100% natural. And they wanted all parts of the process, like authentic and making the best bourbon that they could make. So they select grains from American farms. They use a hammer mill to crush the grains, which gives them a high quality alcohol yield. They use well water from a glacier aquifer that's in interbedded with limestone and the limestone in the water lowers the acidity and adds mineral like minerals like calcium that help take out some of the impurities and of course i mean we've talked before on the show copper stills and they use a copper still um there was so much information they really did a good job laying it out on their site which you know i love that when i can get a lot of information about the bourbon and the process um but the when the spirit comes into contact with the copper from the still, that eliminates sulfur and impurities in the spirit. So hmm. I I thought that was interesting and it's gives the purpose of yeah. having a copper still. Um, and then, of course, they were very particular with their char levels on the barrels. We've talked about char le- levels throughout this past season of our podcast. <laughs> Um, but, and if you don't remember, just go listen to every episode, (laughs) go, go back, (laughs) go listen. Um, but yeah, they use a number four char on the barrel, which is 55 seconds charred and the heads of the barrels are a number two char, which is a 30 second burn. And of course, you know, that impacts the flavor and the sweetness that the bourbon gets from aging in the wooden barrels. And they age this bourbon for a minimum of four years. It's a little more, um, information yes i feel like you have something to say justin no no i'm no, just listening no. i didn't know <laughs> obviously i didn't uh know any of this before so it's about this bourbon yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah so ian and paul <laughs> hand select each batch of bourbon to ensure the quality and the taste is just right before bottling i think even on their bottles did you bring the bottle in here no I okay did not. their bottle has like a disclosure like hand selected batch so every each batch is hand selected. Nice. Um, <clears throat> currently, you can get their straight bourbon whiskey. They have an original cask strength, and they're working on coming out with a rye, which I'm excited for since Ooh, yeah. we found out I really like the rye. Rye gal now. <laughs> oh, I'm still a bourbon gal, but <laughs> rye all whiskey, I guess. Yeah. I'm just whiskey. <laughs> whiskey gal. Um. So, Justin, my yes. flavor profile guy. Yeah. Well, I try it neat. What can you tell me? All right. So this is interesting. Um, And now this isn't giving us, they don't break it down to nose, uh, tip, taste, finish, everything like that. But uh, one of the flavor profiles is baked banana bread, the comforting aroma of baked goodness, jammy ripe fruit with walnuts and orange honey come in first. And then dried fruit, a rich honey sweetness emerges accompanied by hints of black tea spice and dried fruits. A warm rye spice, richness of toasted cereal grain rounded out by honeysuckle notes and fresh cut oak and energetic lingering smooth finish of perfectly balanced warm spice. Now for me, I do get sweetness from it. I don't know if I necessarily would say banana bread, but there is like a a little bit of fruit undertone to it. Yeah, there's a lot of spice too. I don't know if I get honey. See, I taste a little honey and even smell, smell it. I get a little honey when I smell it. Honey and oak. I do, yeah. yeah. If you're smelling it. What's interesting when we try any whiskey or bourbon is where the burn comes in. <laughs> and this, for me, it's right in front of the mouth. Really? See, I don't have any. And you, No, just kind of right. Yeah. Not like burn burn, but like a little, uh, heat. Yeah. Something here, but not going down. I don't know. Gotcha. It's good. Um, and now to talk about their whiskey, we have Paul and Ian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we need to get them on the show though. That'd be sweet. Um, come talk about their whiskey and vampire diaries and all that. <laughs> no, this is really good. And maybe that's why it, it does have a little bit of sweetness and maybe that's why the old fashioned, it's not necessarily yeah. my fault. Maybe it's a little sweeter that way. Yeah. It's good in the old fashioned. It is good. I first tried this. You were like jealous. Oh man. I remember. I've been, I've been trying whiskeys and bourbons without you i know know. um it's a damn shame (laughs) (laughs) i tried this in austin i saw it um at a bar and we haven't hadn't been able to party yes (laughs) we hadn't been able to find it um in iowa yet no and i saw it at the bar and i was like yes give me an old-fashioned with this and it was good 
Yeah, I did. Um, we went into one of the places we shop for whiskey is University Liquors. If you're around the Des Moines area, check out University Liquors. But I wrote it down on their little list of wants or requests or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's why they got it in, but they did end up getting yeah, it in. Yeah, they did. And so, um, so yeah, that's where we picked it up. But I was very excited to get it. Um, I really like this one. This is obviously our bottle is almost gone. It, will, it has been a go-to for me. Um, I, I feel like I have a lot of go-to. I was going to so say, say last week we tried a go-to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one um, is a go-to, I guess, when I'm feeling a little fancier. Fancier? Uh, yeah, well, because, you know, it's it's not expensive, but it's not Evan Williams cheap. So um, this one is like, you know, if I'm going to have something a little more upscale, maybe. I don't know how to word it, but uh, but yeah, this it's a go-to, just mid-range. not as often. Yeah, Your mid-range, mid-range bourbon. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mid-shelf. Mid-shelf. <laughs> Middle-shelf bourbon. There you go. No, but it's a good one. If you get a chance to try it or go out and buy it, um, I, I really like it. No, and, it's very good. And I really like that show, The Vampire Diaries, and so it makes me like the bourbon more. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do seem like cool dudes, though. Yes. Um, they'd be cool to hang out with for uh, a, an afternoon drinking some bourbon or something. <laughs> but Get them on the sure. show, Justin. All right. We want to interview all right, I'll start the, the, brothers I'll, the marketing team man. of J Marketing. We'll get on <laughs> it and we'll see what we can do. Um, but yeah, check check out uh, Brothers Bond. Check out making yourself an auction league if you don't have one or getting in one because it's better than any other league style. Um, and that's, and, and yeah, be prepared for more uh, tea with myrrh yeah. <laughs> in the future. It might be like four days or so because I'm going to be checking into my darkness retreat. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And I'm going to be checking into a darkness retreat soon by just going to bed. That's how I. um, We get an eight hour. We do that. It's eight hours and it really refreshes us. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I come out feeling much clearer. (laughs) Maybe he just needs to take a nap. I don't know. (laughs) But um, yeah. How's your old fashioned over there? It is gone. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.